How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This week on Pub Games, we talk mukbangs, Hedwig and the Angry Inch, and civil unions in the Catholic Church. Woo! Hi, I'm Jordan. I'm Charlie, and I'm Aurelia. And welcome to Pub Games, a pop culture podcast for postmodern queers. The postmodern queers. Yeah! <laughs> hey, my loves, what's happening? <laughs> so much melbourne is open and we can go to a place that's not our house <laughs> yes we actually saw each other this week oh my god i hated it <laughs> this will be our last episode <laughs> <laughs> it was a terrible time charlie i was under the impression that you were in byron bay and you would bring it with you yeah <laughs> the zoom background doesn't come so no. sad realized catching up with people and seeing people how much of my social skills I've lost in the last mm. seven odd months of like interacting with the same five people. It's Absolutely. true. Well, it's like when we were sitting down for drinks and the waitress came over and I was literally like stunned. I was like, oh, God. And I, like, <laughs> like I forgot that that's the point of customers. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny the social stuff i don't know like about you guys but i've become like such a bitch in lockdown that like only in lockdown <laughs> hey that's actually really <laughs> fucked up of you to say that <laughs> <laughs> i think it's from all the reality television how have you yeah. guys changed are you better people or are you worse i'd like to think i'm better nice. you are better you knew and improved <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like Jordan. I'm just, I'm just a bigger bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes social interactions funny because you forgot where you left off with people sometimes. Mm. You're like, was I this like dry with you before, or was I like more uppity? Yeah. Was I this? How loose were we with these topics? I had a new thing happen this week because I caught up with some friends that I hadn't seen in ages. Like, even before lockdown, I hadn't maybe seen them in a couple of years. So we were like, it's a good excuse to catch up. And it was really, really lovely. We went out for lunch. But at the end of lunch, after we'd been hanging out for a little bit, we'd all just kind of reached our fill a lot earlier than we would have usually. And, like, I'm usually that friend that's, like, the last to leave. And I always wanted to kind of go to kick-ons and, you know, something more to happen afterwards. But they were kind of like, oh, we're going to stop by the game shop and look at board games. Do you want to come? And I was like, no, I think I'm going to head home. And, like, that was the first time I've ever, like, had that. Like, I was just like, no, I need to go back into my nest. Like, Yeah. 
A thousand percent. I feel like this is the year where I've gotten rid of FOMO, you know, mm. that like fear of always missing something exciting that might be happening. Yeah. All I'm thinking now is my bed is waiting yeah. and there's nothing to miss out on because everything I need is within these four walls. Absolutely. I also daydream about Aurelia's bed. Yeah, no, <laughs> absolutely. In any social interaction, I'm like, Aurelia's bed is waiting for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have like sent candles galore oh. oh my god guys i got a scented candle today <laughs> i'm gonna show it to you where's it from it's from spotlight and Yum. it smells like buttercream frosting that does is... that make you hungry yeah it would if i have any memory of baking which i don't so it's a completely <laughs> new smell for me i'm like oh what's this exciting thing that is exciting scented candles are so funny because they've I feel like whenever I'm shopping for like a scented candle, I don't know what I want, but I know what I yeah. don't want. And then mm. you'll be sniffing around and then suddenly it's like, this is the one. It's like love. You know when you know. Love yeah. at first sniff. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I love <laughs> sandalwood. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love sandalwood. Sandalwood's so nice. nice. I, I hate been... the like sickly sweet ones. Mm. Smells like a toilet. Yeah, I can't do yeah. that. Yeah, I'm not interested. Speaking of candles and uh, goop, vagina candles, I want to know how your goop <laughs> diet is going. Oh, my God. I thought you never asked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just happy you're alive. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've actually been eating better than ever. Oh so during the week, I had a green juice four days of the week. What is green? What does it consist of? So it's kale, green apple, mint, and lemon. Yum. And water. And I put in some ice cubes. You can't actually really taste the kale because the other flavors are kind of stronger. So my skin has been feeling great due to those juices. And then I kind of just followed a few of the recipes. To be honest, I already know a lot of like healthy-ish recipes, but I had a lot of broccoli this week. I had some lean chicken and yesterday mm. I made dill roasted potatoes, mm. um, sautéed greens and salmon with like this Dijon mustard marinade. It was wow. delicious. And um, I did have a cheat moment. I had some ice cream twice. Oh um, Gwyneth! What would she say? Yeah. She would be whipping me right now. And then um, my girlfriend and I went for a nice dinner on Friday night. But I think that's Gwyneth approved because that's something she would do. Gwyneth approved. <laughs> From what? I mean, Aurelia, you're the like certified Gwyneth. <laughs> Expert. Expert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think she, like, cooks her own meals? Because I don't know. I was going to make the assumption that she didn't because she's wealthy, but she might like to. Yeah, I think maybe she does some of the time, at least. She has this, like, projected image of being really down to earth. But I don't know. I don't think she is one of those celebrities that have an assistant for everything. Mm. If you've seen, like, the Beyonce thing on Netflix, what is it called again? Homecoming. 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 You know how her assistant like holds her phone so she can Skype Jay-Z and I feel like Jay-Z's assistant is holding his phone (laughs) as they like (laughs) FaceTime each each other. I don't think Gwyneth is at that level. So I do think she cooks for herself sometimes. Yeah, that's fair. What a hero. Yeah, just like brought on this like conversation between my housemates and I. We're like, let's play this game. Name a celebrity that's not crazy. I don't think you can, like, okay, what's what's celebrity? Like, were we talking A-listers? Yes. So, like, someone said Jennifer Lawrence. She's 
I think she's great. Crazy. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> right? But she seems like down to earth and she's like... But you just... I you know that those crazy. ones are too much. You know, if yeah. they're so down to earth, like when she was like falling over everything, it was yeah. endearing for a second, but then I was like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> it was one of those like teen movies where they're like, her character flaw is that she's klutzy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's just like us. I, you yeah. know what though? I did love when um her, nu- well, actually, you know, that's awful. When her nudes oh, came my. out against her consent and that was a shit time. But I don't know. There was something about those nudes where I was like, yeah, bitch, send nudes. <laughs> which of course everybody Uh, does but i don't know yeah i didn't see them i feel like with celebrity nudes i know that they're out there but i just don't know where to find them that's fair to be honest i haven't actually seen the jennifer lawrence nudes but just knowing that they're there and like hearsay about the nudes as well i was like yeah you you horny bitch Get she's it. just like the rest of us she yeah. is she gets naked sometimes who do you think i wonder like i flip around a bit on nicole kidman i'm like she's either the most down-to-earth nice person ever or she's weird remember when I she think... wouldn't clap properly <laughs> yes well i mean nicole herself gives off a very stable vibe but how can you end up with Tom Cruise? I just don't, I don't get it. I think there's a little bit of crazy behind her eyes. Sure. Like oh, she yeah. has this like a spark, which is why she's such a great actress. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe you have to be a little bit like unhinged. Mm, I mean, I who would, would pursue this, <laughs> this <Yes>. hellish life? <laughs> what about Reese Witherspoon? I, to, can, can we just call ourselves out here? We're talking about crazy <laughs> celebrities and we have not mentioned one male celebrity. <laughs> like, Three, like, powerhouse women who, like, are, like, self-proclaimed feminists. I'm like, do you reckon they're psycho? <laughs> like, I don't even know any men. Yeah, That's no. Why. Yeah. I don't know any men. I'm like, Leonardo DiCaprio, he is crazy. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. That, like, I can't think gap? of one stable celebrity. No. I guess I don't think of, like, males as celebrities because there's no glamour about them. Whereas, like. Mm. What about Chris Hemsworth? His dick was pretty so, fancy. Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of Chris. Oh, my God, different Chris. Oh, my God. Well, this is that classic, which Chris would you choose? Yeah. talked about the Chris Pratt situation on this podcast yet? No. So which Chris has to go? Chris Pratt. Pratt. Of course. (laughs) I cannot sit here as a gay woman and say that Chris Pratt stays. I'm just going to Google him real quick. (laughs) (laughs) I think you've made your decision already. (laughs) You have to Google him. Oh, my God, that one from... Parks and Rec and... Parks and Rec and the thing with the squirrel. Mm. (laughs) No, the tree. What's it called? The raccoon. Oh, the tree. The tree. (laughs) And the thing with the squirrel. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm screaming Guardians of the Galaxy. She's talking Guardians of the Galaxy. I was was like, we raised... We the bought Empire a zoo with back. Matt Damon. Oh, like, what? <laughs> oh, that was a good movie. We it was a good movie. Yeah. The Empire Strikes Back. I'm I'm deceased. <laughs> the one with the squirrel. <laughs> you could have said in space the marble. Oh. There we go. Um, yeah. So there was that controversy because a comedian. There was that one has to go meme thing where people posted like four things and you had to pick one. Yeah. And, and then they did one for the Chris's. The Chris's. Chris Pratt, Chris Evans, Chris, Chris Hemsworth, and Chris Pine. Yes. And unanimously, everybody said Chris Pratt. And it, 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 originally, it was, like, just fun, like, yeah, Chris Pratt can go. 
And then people started to be like, no, Chris Pratt needs to go because he's part of this like homophobic church. Yeah. Like he's in Hillsong. Mm-hmm. He left Anna Faris, which is like, or you're cancelled. Uh, <laughs> he's married to Arnie's daughter and they live on some like compound Christian farm together. Yeah. With their mm. kids. They're just breeders. He just gives <laughs> off a creepy vibe. Yeah. I just had to look up Chris Pine too, but I think he's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Pine is hot. I recently watched um, Princess Diaries 2 for my YouTube channel and I forgot how much of a heartthrob Chris Pine was. Is he in Princess Diaries 2? He's the love interest. He's I don't think like I've the... seen it. Oh my God, you oh got to watch God. it. I've seen it, but I don't remember him. Yeah, I forgot it, but he's a he's a babe. I remember him in Just My Luck. because I was Yeah, with Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay Lo- and McFly. I used to love McFly when I was teenager yeah i'm still obsessed with the fight wait were they in what's they're his... in just my life they're the band chris pine chris <gasps> pine is managing just McFly. no way i did not know that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and now fuck? and mcfly just released new music as well they're really? such a weird band have you did you ever listen to mcfly aurelia never who are they they're they... just like a like, what is this, Garage Grunge Band? That's no, it's like band. boy band. It's like boy band. pre-One Direction. Uh, yeah. And they were, like, really popular, but also, like, no one in Australia really knew them except, like, teenage girls. They, like, were barely played on the radio here. They were very much a British band. It's, like, really popular in the UK. And I remember being, like, all these girls are obsessed with these boys. I genuinely don't really care about their music. I um think some of it's very funny. But I'm just going to become incredible it's the same with one direction i was like i'm just gonna invest a lot of time into being obsessed with these people and make it my whole personality so that nobody knows that sometimes i masturbate thinking about boobs (laughs) (laughs) did you see the mcfly wedding song on youtube no what was that oh well one of the band got married and he organized to sing for his new wife and the Yuck. band like joined him in. No, it's actually, it's actually oh, so sorry. romantic. And be- no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shat on that so much. No, I actually would. I Don't yuck my yum, Jordan. Um, <laughs> it was so beautiful. Like, it made me believe in love and marriage. Oh, um, that's really nice. But it's fine. Yeah. Jordan said it's shit, so whatever. No. <laughs> I, did, I will be honest, I'm so cynical when it comes to marriages. No, not all the time. I just, like, it's easy to make fun of, like, het marriages. It's, like, mm. go to, it's it's a good time. It's not the my best shade. I think that's when I'm my nastiest and not a good person, but I love it. Yeah. And it's 2020, you got to find the things that you live for. But yeah. every time I go to a wedding, I cry. And I don't cry Same. normally as a person, but I'm mm. always like, you chose them. I think I'm just overwhelmed with... Crowd. With the commitment. No. <laughs> <laughs> So much commitment can't. Oh my god, it's too much. You you've just decided this is it. This is it. I'm crying. I'm scared for you. It's because as Libras, we are sometimes indecisive, and every time you are thinking about committing, you're like, "But I could be alone." (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And alone is nice too. Yeah. When you guys were talking about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and the little tree guy. 
it made me think of um I've recently been watching through Josh the Mandalorian. Have you heard about that show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you either of you been watching it? No. 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 <laughs> it's fine. I mean, I'm only watching it for Baby Yoda. So cute. I don't like understand the plot. Josh is like a full-on Star Wars stan, so he he's aware of it. And I'm kind of sitting there tuning in and tuning out and then being like Oh, why is she doing that? Oh, why is this happening? What, what planet is that? Why, why, why are they killing each other? And like, he's just like, just watch or don't. Don't <laughs> fucking ask me questions. But it's been kind of funny this week because people have been trying on Twitter to cancel Baby Yoda. Did why? you say anything why? about that? What did Baby he, Yoda do? Is he problematic? He is problematic. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's kind of funny and it's also kind of not. Okay. No, like, it's stupid. But... I know what you mean where you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, why are we debating this puppet? Like, seriously. <laughs> Basically, there's a storyline where the Mandalorian, who is the guy that's, like, taking, trying to, like, transport Baby Yoda to, like, safety. A quick side note, I did think that the Mandalorian was the big car, space car. What's it called? Spaceship that they're in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a reasonable assumption. Yeah. I, I'm i not going to pretend not. that I know enough <laughs> about it to, like, clarify, but, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, the guy has the baby and for some reason he's like helping this um, refugee woman who's like this like frog race and she has her unfertilized eggs in this like backpack on her that she's trying to get to her home planet. Same. Yeah. (laughs) So just a regular human woman. Fanny pack full of eggs. Oh my God. She's a lesbian at a farm. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, she's trying to get back to her home planet to get to her husband because they're the last of their kind. And if she doesn't get these eggs to him, their species will end. So it's like so priority that she is like traveling safely with him. Oh my God. Imagine if her and her husband didn't vibe. <laughs> the thing is, baby Yoda keeps eating the eggs when no one's looking and it's played for laughs. Like it's always like, ah, oh, naughty baby Yoda. Don't you do that? Like sort of like a naughty little baby. <laughs> it is funny but like people are like how is that funny to like eat a refugee woman's last eggs like that is like infanticide and like (laughs) bad bad writing in my opinion yes Uh, yes i also yes (laughs) it's also like why are they they want us to care about this woman and her backpack of eggs right (laughs) yes but then they like throw in a tiny cute baby who's taken over the internet munching on the eggs what do they want what do they want us to do with this exactly it's like why make us root for her and the preciousness of these eggs only to undermine it but um she does get there safely and in i saw in the most recent episode that like some of the eggs started turning into tadpoles so it seems like all is well for her and her family but um Yeah, people were very upset with Baby Yoda. Is Baby Yoda like the Trisha Paytas of the um, Star Wars universe? (laughs) Yeah, I think that's his official byline, yeah. Yeah, he's like all at once endearing as he is like should be (laughs) cancelled. Yeah, stop eating them eggs, Trisha Paytas. Oh, my God. Trisha Paytas. She would. Trisha Paytas keeps doing those, like, what I eat in a day vlogs. And then, like, next minute she's, like, eating those eggs. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, a mukbang. Have you heard about mukbangs? I love mukbangs. Yes. Would you ever do one? No. I couldn't eat the, that much of the same stuff in one sitting. Mm, I, maybe I pizza. Really sick. 
But it's like, it's really like, I think people look at it, like, especially when I was like, not doing well with food and eating and stuff like that. I used to watch mukbangs all the time because I'd just be like, I want to eat all that, like, and not think about it. Um, Mm. And the people who are really popular in the mukbang world are like super tiny girls and they're like buff boys. But in reality, it's a lot of hard work. You can't, you, you're eating sushi for three hours. Is it that long? <laughs> they, yeah, the videos go for ages. Sometimes. Oh my God. I only yeah. heard the term for the first time this week. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I recently started opening up about my YouTube obsessions. And yeah. It's been a trip. <laughs> yeah, I think I like just couldn't do it because I had such an unhealthy relationship with food a while ago where I had an eating disorder where I'd actually like just go through like phases of binge eating mm. and then like... Mm starving myself and like doing all these really unhealthy things and I reckon if I just sat down and ate for three hours that would just trigger me so much because I used to do that but within like an hour and just eat everything I could (laughs) yeah plus it's like performative yeah like you're bringing other people into your eating habits there's something strange about that Mm. yeah I went through a, um, a similar thing and then at third year well, also, like, trigger warning as well about eating stuff. Yeah. It was really normalized that girls in third year at my uni just dropped weight. Like, everybody just, like, got really skinny before the agents saw them. And that's what happened. And it was, like, oh. unhealthy. And we had girls, like, fainting in class. And, like, teachers didn't really bring it up. The you were, like, rewarded for doing it. Like, people, like, you're looking, like, in little subtle ways. Mm. It wasn't, like, but, you know, like, we all know what that is. And yeah, and like I would just watch these like videos and I, I read somewhere that if you like look at a piece of cake before you go out, you won't eat that much food. So I would do it because you'd be like satisfied from looking at it because like, there were studies that showed that people do that. It's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. But like I remember just watching these like mukbang videos. I didn't know that that's what, what, it, what it was called before I would like go places with my family and stuff like that. So I would just order something small or not eat at all. Wow. But it's also like such a weird world as well because it's also – such a community on YouTube. And I wonder if you guys heard about this drama. It was at the start of this year. Sydney Film Festival? Yes. 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 Yes, I wanted to talk about this. What happened? Do you remember what the film was called? I reckon it was called Mukbang. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally, it was so on the nose. And essentially, as part of Sydney Film Festival, this film had won an award. Yeah. And the, the lead actor, and I think she produced it, and maybe directed it too. She's like 22 years old. She was in Little Women. She's been doing really well in the States, but she's Australian. And she kind of came back and did this movie about a teenage girl who gets swept up in the mukbang world. But the controversy around it is that it was all written, produced, starring this white Australian girl, whereas it's actually like something that was born in... Korea? Yeah, I think in Korea. I think it might be Korean because I know that... um. The reason that I learned about it this week is because I saw um, Kim Chi and Trixie Mattel did a mukbang. Oh my god, great. I, know, I think Kim Chi is particularly into them. I'm going to look up the definition because I don't want to get that wrong. No, that's fine. I think you're right. I think it is Korean. Do you remember? Um... Yes, it is Korean. I've just looked it up as well to just catch up on the drama because it's a few months old. Yeah. But yeah, it was all over my Twitter feed and Michelle Law said some really good things about it. As in, mm. she ripped it to shreds. 
Because <laughs> yeah. it also won the best film, didn't it? Or it got like, it was the premiere film at the festival. Was it a doco or it was like fiction? It was fiction. It was fiction. So mm-hmm. essentially um, what Michelle Law said as well was that it is profoundly problematic in the way it appropriates Kore- Korean culture. In order for a white girl to find herself, it is the equivalent of eat, pray, love for teenagers. Mm. It contains, it has this scene as well where the antagonist to this girl is a black boy and there's an image of the girl she has like pink hair she looks angry she's shouting out ah and she's holding this black boy by the neck like she's choking him yeah and this was june not long after the black lives matter movement for george floyd was really really active who had literally just been subjected to the same thing as this white character in her feature film is doing to a black teenager hell. read the mm. room yeah and there was also this like i think she came out and said something the 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 actor who stars in it as well and was like you know i've worked really hard classic very <laughs> much like i've worked really hard to make this film and like it was an appreciation of the community but i think that's when like as white people we have our blinders on we cannot know yeah and of course, it would hurt your ego to have something that you've worked hard on turn out to be racist, but that's what you did. That's that's it. Yeah. And I think it's like we need to focus more on the fact that Michelle Law came out and a whole load of Asian Australians, particularly Korean Australians and writers, came out and said that this is bullshit and yeah. that like that should be celebrated rather than protecting yeah. this other yeah. thing. And I think it also like was around, you know, this year people have been like throwing the word cancel and cancel culture to the point where we don't even fucking know what it means anymore. Like, please. Yeah. Don't focus on that. Mm. She's not going to get cancelled. She continues to work. She has a Netflix well, movie that came out. Like, I mean, it's hard when it's like a casting issue because mm. like I, I haven't seen this mukbang film. But is the primary issue that it was her cast in that role and it wasn't a Korean actor? Is that the issue? Or was the pro- film itself problematic? I think it was a mix of both, but I also think the role was written for a white girl. And she produced it herself. Yeah. Oh, she produced it. Okay, see, yeah, that's yeah. different. I thought mm-hmm. it was just that she got cast and it was that kind of situation. Because, yeah. I don't know, casting in general, it kind of makes me want to talk about the part B to the whole Hugh Sheridan coming out situation, which has had some big news ha- going on in the Australian theatre community this past week. Yeah, which that we you should know, talk about just on the on the you know on the subject of like agency and being cast and stuff, particularly now when there's like less performing jobs out there. But to be fair, I've actually seen so many shows cast in the last few weeks that I'm like, and also Hugh Sheridan. I don't think you're begging for scraps right now. But yeah. Charlie, you know more about Hedwig. Can you tell us a bit about the story and, like, its significance? Yeah. So, basically, to fill everybody in, Hugh Sheridan, who came out, and we chatted about this on the pod a couple weeks ago in a magazine article, but it was sort of like a... I'm coming out, but I'm not quite. Like, it was like, I don't want to be labelled. I want to do this for the LGBTQ community, but I don't want to be labelled under that community, basically. It was like, I don't want to be called gay, but I sleep with men. It was that kind of vibe. So that already was a little bit like, oh, like one step forward, two steps back. And it, it sort of came out of nowhere following, you know, years of him saying, oh, because of my acting career i wanted to make sure that i wasn't like discounted from playing straight i didn't want my sexuality to be a death sentence with my career whatever that's his deal fine then two weeks later basically 
they revealed that in Sydney, they're doing a production of Hedwig and the Angry Inch, which is one of the most quintessential, important queer musicals that features the titular character Hedwig, who is a very, like, hotly debated, genderqueer, possibly non-binary character that sort of exists, like, beyond gender. And at the very least, it's the most queer camp, glam rock role imaginable, very loud and out there character. And you follow in this story Hedwig's journey, um, because Hedwig is born physically male, but then transitions to escape Berlin to take on her mum's identity. So a lot of people aren't sure whether Hedwig actually identifies as trans or whether Hedwig is just genderqueer or non-binary. It definitely gender, to quote Hannah Gadsby, gender not normal. Like it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Part of the LGBTQI community. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to, to borrow from Hugh. <laughs> yes. Basically, all we can say is that Hugh Sheridan is not the person who should be playing the role of Hedwig. And a lot of people have been coming out and saying over the past week, this should not have happened. Someone from the queer community who is gender non-conforming, openly queer and like labels themselves as such trans non-binary or gender fluid come into that role and kill it as you know they just absolutely smash it out of the park rather than Hugh Sheridan who seemingly now has only just come out and not even really yeah and not even really just so because he knew he must have known well uh, you know I'm gonna get called out for playing the role of Hedwig, so I better put something out a couple weeks earlier. It just seems so calculated and so hollow, Mm -hmm. and I'm furious because, as I've spoken about before, Hedwig is my favourite show, and I love this musical. It means a lot to me, and I know it means a lot to a lot of other queer people. And to see it performed by Hugh Sheridan is just not the tea. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And it's also like here's this man who has been playing straight or has has benefited from appearing heteronormative who's also you know a cis white man in the australian industry with like blonde hair and like you know symmetrical face yada yada and then to take this role to literally take this role from a community of performers where there's actually like such a range of of people out there i wish that i think that we're lying to ourselves when we say that the professional industry is diverse i know that during Rob Guest in Australia, everybody was like, this is not my industry, this is not my industry. And I saw a few commentators, particularly like performers of colour, being like, no, but this is also a reflection of how the lack of diversity in the industry and what does that mean and we can't ignore it. We can't pat ourselves on the back and be like, no, 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 there's definitely people out there. It's like, no, it's dominated by white people, so what can we do? That stunts the conversation to deny that. Mm. Anyway, it's such a kick in the teeth, particularly for gender diverse people. It's particularly this story. But just also, like, couldn't you just have had any out person that didn't have to have some article to precede this? Like, mm. it's just so... And the article was so gross because obviously, like, mums and nanas love Hugh Sheridan. And it's like, yeah. they don't want mums and nanas to think that they can't fuck Hugh Sheridan. Yeah, <laughs> so annoying. You know, and like, yeah, and it and it feeds into that thing. I mean, if you haven't seen Disclosure, have you, you guys have seen Disclosure on Netflix, haven't you? I haven't yet. Oh, I have. I loved yeah. it. It like opened my eyes to so many. Things. Oh wait, yes, I have. No, I have. This yeah. is the the documentary about trans representation. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that was incredible. And it covers it covers that whole thing, which is the same thing as like um, straight people playing gay characters. And I think that's a like another conversation. I don't think that's as fucked as cis people playing gender non-conforming characters. But you know, it's it's this idea that you play this, that this is something yeah. that you put on, but you're it's still a, a man. Yeah, exactly. And we can accept straight men playing gay because we can accept that gay is something that you play, not something that you are. We can accept that. But then, you know, which is also why Hugh couldn't come out because we can't accept Mm. that a gay man can play straight, which is probably more the fucking case with the amount of people who are discreet on (laughs) Grindr. It is interesting as well because, you know, with every year our social conscience becomes more and more like we become more aware of boundaries that we shouldn't cross anymore. And we sort of look back on things that happened in the past and we're like, Oh shit, that was probably not on. And we let that happen. Yeah. 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 And in regards to the thing that we kind of touched on before as well, in terms of casting and like, Oh, I was just cast in this role and there was nothing I could do about it. Mm. Both in Hugh's part and also the actor that was in the Mark Bang movie. I think there's like just a way that a lot of people who are involved with things that are outed as being problematic issue these like non-apologies that really bothers me because it's putting the blame on someone else whenever you're saying, ah, I was just cast and I needed this opportunity, I needed this money and I worked really hard. All which are like fair points, but you shouldn't say that as your defense. That just should just be saying, yes, I worked really hard for this, but I now realize this wasn't the right decision Mm. and I regret or I'm now thinking back differently on the choice that I made and going forward, I'm doing this, this and this to make sure this doesn't happen to me again and that I don't repeat this mistake. Yeah. That somehow like that never seems to happen. Everyone likes to make a non-apology saying that, well, I don't know, I am part of the community, but I'm not (laughs) or um, I was just cast that way or I needed the role my agent or whatever yeah i think hugh sheridan i don't know what's going to do more damage to him because in my opinion he's in that like in between like 
What's the holding place when you're not going to have an oil? Purgatory. <laughs> yes, he's in purgatory because the, the nanas are like, well, he's gay and we don't want to see him. And the gays are like, well, you're not part of our community, so we don't want to see you. Yeah. I And I wonder, I think from like a marketing perspective, it's so interesting because I think the producers have completely devalued younger audiences. Like mm-hmm. they don't care about us. Like they don't. And like Hedwig, it's from the 90s, but like, you know, the Nanas aren't going to that show. Yeah. yeah. Like they don't care. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I see this as a huge loss on like everyone's losing. The producers are losing because people are aware that this is not the right mm-hmm. choice to make. Hugh is losing out because I don't know, we don't support him and the people who are this target audience are dying um and also don't like the gays (laughs) i think the way that he could quickly resolve it would be to suck a dick on national television (laughs) and then at least we can be like okay so you are out (laughs) you are officially out yeah it's just also so disappointing because there's another show called, and we'll quickly, we'll talk about Hamilton casting after this to end on a high note. Oh, yeah. Like theater casting. But we need to talk about Jamie was cast this year to a set. Oh, it yes. obviously got canceled because of COVID-19. Um, that's a really Everybody's talking show. about Jamie. Everybody's talking about Jamie. I always confuse that and we need to talk about Kevin. Two very different shows. Okay? Oh, are they going to say <laughs> everyone loves Raymond? <laughs> Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, which, you know, Raymond. Disappointing, not gay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, James Maduce, who is cast as Jamie, is a black, incredibly talented Australian genderqueer performer. Nice. And they would have been so great. They're so talented. They're so funny and quick and exactly what something like Hedwig, someone like Hedwig needs to be. Yeah. How fucking boring. What a boring choice, too. Yeah. So lame. So lame. It's so watered down. Mm. And, like, it's a punk, it's like a glam rock punk, hard-hitting musical. Like, yeah. it's just so not the vibe. It's so vanilla. I can't I'm like. excited about Casey, though. Casey Donovan. Yes. <laughs> See, that's good. I love I Casey Donovan. I love that bitch. Casey Donovan got catfished for six fucking years. Really? Yes. She got, like, catfished by this guy who turned out to be this woman and then she ended up in this relationship with this woman for, like, two years but then it turned out she was just lying all the time and, like... Oh, my God. This was when, like, and she she talks about it. She talked about it a fair bit. There's a really good interview on it and she was going to, like, give up. Like, she was working as a receptionist in a in a doctor's office and then she got cast in a couple shows and now she's just been like working ever since back in well yeah she got into theater and i think she was in the original production of the sapphires on the stage oh great yeah it kind of like rejuvenated her career so Uh, she's so talented yeah and i think she was mama morton in chicago and just a couple of other signature roles so like i think she's found her foot She's done the Millsy and gone from Australian Idol into theatre. Yeah, and now yeah, she yeah. will never leave. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we're thankful for it. Love it. Yeah. We you live it. there forever. You're just like Anthony Kalea, who's just yeah. constantly playing this. Like, See, he's just always going to play 16 year old boys. Whenever they bring Wicked back, he'll be Bok. Yeah. Um, but the Hamilton casting did come out and that's like rejuvenated. That was like a, um, that was awesome. That was nice. That was a cold splash to the face, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Is it running in Sydney or in Melbourne? Sydney. Sydney. Mm. But hope it will come to Melbourne. Like yeah. yeah. I think oh. they'll do a switcheroo with Harry Potter. So once Harry Potter's tied up in Melbourne, then they'll swap because it's the same producers. So they'll swap. Wow, we get the better end of that. We get rid of Harry Potter and we get fucking Hamilton. <laughs> I know. Yes. We win uh, that deal. 
absolutely blessed i'm so excited i'm probably gonna go to sydney just to see that oh absolutely yeah we can do a road trip oh, i'd love to <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i'm going to sydney in two weeks oh, oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> you might make it to see frozen <laughs> oh my gosh i can't think of anything worse <laughs> yeah. yeah fucking oh fair enough God. i still haven't seen frozen 2 yeah neither frozen 1 was low-key cute kind of Guys, Frozen 2 is so gay. Oh, my God. Okay, you need to watch Frozen 2 before next time. I will give you a Disney login. Do whatever you can. Uh, Does Elsa come out? For real. Well, she doesn't say it, but she, like, hears this voice and she sings this whole song about how she feels this calling and it's this woman singing in the distance going, like, and then she's like, I can hear you, but I won't. And then she's like walking around about how she's so different to everybody oh in town. God. And then she has to leave. Jordan, is this a story from your youth of when you <laughs> realized yeah. <where> to go? <laughs> I cried. She's in this, she's in this like ice cave and she stamps her foot down and she says, here I am. And then rainbows come out. Oh and God. then her mum's there singing to her, being like, I will always love you. Oh, it's so good. Oh my God, guys, it's fucking gay and then she oh, like wow. there's this like forest queer who's <laughs> <laughs> there and she has no purpose other than like when she introduces herself to elsa and she's like hi my name's marine and like there's no reason for this woman who lives in a forest to be there oh, but God. other than for like us to be like a chaotic gay i love it oh my uh, god elsa's yeah. girlfriend elsa's lesbian cottagecore girlfriend yeah 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 yes, yes. The woods we go. i love that Fuck. Yeah, no, you guys should watch it. And uh, you'll cry. You might not, but... Yeah. I probably will. I cry very easily, and especially in kids' movies. Yes, it's so oh, beautiful. I teared up a bit this week. I watched on Netflix. Have you seen My Octopus Teacher? Yes, I have. I haven't seen it yet. I found it low-key creepy. It... it- <laughs> As in the octopus or the guy? The guy. The octopus was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you on that. The guy is, he's strange. And I got really annoyed. So basically, Jordan, make it really short. It's like this guy documents himself. He has like a midlife crisis. He like moves away from his wife and goes back to like his childhood home, which is like on this South African coastline yeah. and goes deep snorkeling. <gasps> under. Terrifying. Yeah, but like in like this like really rocky like crazy wave section of the ocean where it's got like all these like long reeds it's fucking mortifying but anyway mm-hmm. he he finds an octopus and he becomes like friends with her uh, the way you just phrase like <laughs> anyway he finds an octopus he becomes friends with her <laughs> Like my nan telling me about like the ice skating drama, like <laughs> <laughs> full on. <laughs> but like it's just him documenting this octopus's life cycle up until she eventually has her spawn and then dies. But yeah, he is creepy. This guy, I agree with you, Aurelia. And I found it really annoying when he was saying how much like he was like, you know, I'm so connected to this creature and we have like a spiritual bond and I, I think I really like love her and all this sort of stuff. But then like he would be like filming her getting attacked by those like little gummy sharks mm-hmm. and he wouldn't do shit. He didn't do shit. He just he let it happen. And he, got, and he watched it and he got the, the better like camera angle. So I was just like, no, I can't do that. Like, I don't care how much you wanted to make this doco. I don't give a shit. Like, defend that octopus. Just just... tell us about it in an interview. And just be like, "Um, I helped this octopus reach her full, like, lifespan and I saved her from being eaten by these sharks. 
Yeah. What an asshole. This motherfucker, he manic pixie dream girl, this octopus. He was like, <laughs> I'm a lost yeah. man. This little tentacle bitch is going to help me out. But then when she actually <laughs> needs something. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's not like, there. He oh my God. Cannot, Plus, he, like, because he goes into it, but it's like, because they kind of develop this bond and like him being around eventually starts to be like she feels safe around him so she comes out of her like nest into like the open water we've all been there yeah (laughs) (laughs) like he's endangered her by making her be out and about Mm. this is a fucking metaphor like he's literally like dragged her out of her safe place and then abandoned her when she needs him most classic fuckboy move oh my god cancel this man (laughs) yeah but she's beautiful and we stand her and you cried? I cried when she died. Like, I, it, it was just sad. And also because I was annoyed at this guy. I was just like, you do something. Yeah, there's a lot. That's the tragedy about octopuses. Octopi? Octopussies. <laughs> you say, do they live for two years? They live for, they grow, they lay their eggs, and they fucking die. It's mm. so sad. Uh, at least I don't have to go to work on Mondays. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And let's be honest. That's why you didn't cry, Aurelia. You're like, well. <laughs> well, you got a documentary on Netflix and I don't. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I have to work tomorrow. Octopus are yeah, probably yeah. looking at us just being like, these bitches have to live for like 80 years? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. That's really sweet. Like, I, I, yeah, I think that that's one of those movies where you just hate the guy. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that man. I saw today that, Jordan, you drove past Fags Mitre 10. Yes, I did. I drove past Fags, two Gs, if you couldn't tell by our pronunciation. <laughs> Fags Mitre 10. It is somewhere near Point Lonsdale <laughs> and they could not be prouder of the name. Like, I know that, like, Mitre 10, is it something that people, like, it's a franchise that people buy? I think yes. so, yes. It Similar must be. To, to, like, an IGA. Like, it's it's a yeah. name that you recognize, but it's locally owned. And it's locally owned by the fags. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy. I, we were saying, like, maybe Mr. and Mrs. Fag, maybe Mr. and Mr. Fag. We don't know. All we know is that they ran with the gauntlet. They were like, let's put it on yeah. everything. And as you said, like, the lesbians have cornered the Bunnings market. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's nice that Minor Ten's like, we also want to. <laughs> let's get those bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fucking wild. I'm like, I, I don't know why we haven't been talking about this as a as a community. It, dear listener, if you have heard of Fags Might Attend, if you know the fags, we know you know some of the fags, but if you know the yeah. fags, yeah. please let us Dr. know. Dr. Fag. Yeah. It was shocking. It was shocking. I just love life. the commitment to keep the name. Like, I've heard of much less provocative surnames that people have changed. Mm. Do you remember the guy? <laughs> Do you remember the guy who was recently, I think, arrested or even charged, and his name was Richard Pussy? <laughs> Do you remember him? Um, I missed this. Go on. Uh, but like, Pussy is spelled P-U-S-E-Y, so no double S. But essentially, this guy is a disgusting asshole, scum of the earth, who was pulled over by police for speeding in his Porsche, and then. An accident happened, <gasps> and he, oh, filmed, I know this he one. filmed it. And yeah, getting killed. He, he said something hateful. Yeah, so hateful and so like inconsiderate and just vile. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his name is Dick Pussy. So it's like the least like <laughs> shit thing about him. 
yeah. yeah, the name is the least of his worries. I'm sorry to dicks and pussies everywhere. That's, yeah. You don't deserve that. This man does not represent you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I had a teacher in high school whose name was Mr. Dickshit. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was, it was spelt D-I-X-I-T and I called him Dixit and he was like, no, 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 it's Dickshit. And I was like, <gasps> okay, Mr. Dickshit. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Dick shit. Speaking of dick shit, um, the Pope. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's into civil unions now, which is actually huge. Yeah, how very 2008 of him. <laughs> yeah. Are you love you Catholic? Or were you raised Catholic? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm in Can't it. Can't you tell by my enormous self-hatred? <laughs> um, I thought that was just a millennial thing. Yeah. It's a blend of the two, a beautiful blend, a cab Shiraz, if you may. <laughs> <laughs> so what does this mean for the gay Catholics? Well, it, the Pope has actually kind of been going through it recently because a lot of extreme traditional Christians have been calling it heresy, saying that this Pope is out of <laughs> touch with the actual word of the bible and the word of god and all this sort of stuff and they're saying because it's like historic like it, yeah. it is absolutely huge for him to be saying this so yeah it's no small thing how can you say the word heresy and hate gay people that's like the the most camp word <laughs> i know I- scandal <laughs> heresy <laughs> there's so much about like catholicism in particular but like Show me a, an institutional religion and I will show you how gay it is. Like, yeah. <laughs> And I mean, like, I feel like calling him a traitor of the church is only going to push him closer and closer to the queer community. We're just going to be like, yes, yes. Like, join us over here, the traitors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I hope that it, like, I hope that this has a positive. That I think that this this will help the gays in particularly Definitely. in like Italy and maybe like you know these places that are really like Catholicism's final like strongholds you Bastions, know yeah. Mm. yeah and i think that that's a positive take and also like considering how like rife abuse is and like repressing your own feelings and all that is in in the catholic church it would be nice to have a little less of that you know yeah. mm. like cuz he said you can wear a condom if you're married right <laughs> <laughs> if wow you're a nerd. if you're yeah. not married no condoms for you Jesus <laughs> i would only get married to not wear condoms like <laughs> yeah yeah that's true like i mean once once that ring is on there i just want to hear the pope say the word condom <laughs> well, i i reckon we can find a clip for you we gotta uh, yeah. we gotta make it work he travels in a little condom doesn't he what's italian for condom i don't know I don't know. I have. I don't know. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. From Italian, like Emily in Paris when she talks about she orders a preservative. Preservativo. Ah, oh, I was so close. Like a preservative. I guess you yes. preserve your life when you wear a condom. Yeah. <laughs> you preserve Jesus's love for you. Mm. <laughs> I love that. What I loved about like studying German as well. And I wonder if you felt the same way when you were learning English Aurelia is sometimes with like German and English, like English is a Germanic language. So mm. they're kind of like, they're very similar. And yeah. sometimes I'll be like, ah, oh, fuck, what is like the word for hockey in German? And it just be like, hockey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's exactly the same. But we like maybe use 
in a lot of English words that see, like, let's say collection. Um, and in German, it's also a collection, but it's spelled exactly the same, just with a K. Yes. Oh my God. Just a <laughs> fuck with you. Yeah. I love it. And yeah. sometimes like even with is mit. And there's something about mm. that that's so similar as well. There's like, you could listen to a whole German sentence and it would sound like, if you didn't speak German, sound like nothing. And then a very similar sentence, it would sound so much like English. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think this is also this thing with Germans who are like purists because a lot of English words are being incorporated in everyday German now, mm. more so than maybe 20, 30, 40 years ago. And then they're like, oh, we, we shouldn't be using all these words that are English when we have perfectly fine German words for them. Mm. But then there's things that there's no German word for and everyone uses the English one. Yeah. What about the other way around? Are there some words in German that you have found not a suitable equivalent in English? Mm. Isn't Schadenfreude is um, yeah, a there's very like, popular one? Yeah, yeah. Zeitgeist, Schadenfreude. Mm-hmm. Pe- like, I feel like um, English speakers like using those words that are a bit more, I don't even know, like idioms? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The only word I know is Verfremdungseffekt, which is a theater term, but it's called the, like, the alienation effect. Mm-hmm. It's like a the- theatrical device to, like, keep the audience, like, distant from the performer by, like, doing something intentionally shocking or provocative that makes them, like, disgusted or repelled. That's some epic theater shit, isn't it? That's Bertolt yeah. Brecht. Yeah. yeah. Bertolt Brecht. <laughs> we love him. We love him. <laughs> It was just like, I don't want the audience to feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. But I always loved in my, like, theatre studies exams having to write Verfremdungseffekt because it would take up so much of the line. And I was like, oh, I've already written, like, a whole line. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love the German language. I love the French as well. Speaking of, like, uh, people being purists, and the French have, like, a whole section of the government that whenever something new comes out, they come up with a French word for it so that they don't just adopt the English word. So like wow. computer when and computer and internet and like these things came out, they were like, quickly, we must all come together and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. come up with something French. <laughs> oh my God. Another like little cute European language thing that I had happened the other week is one of my friends at work, he's Colombian. And whenever we have Spanish speaking customers and he loves chatting with them in Spanish and that sort of stuff. And I always just like listen in and I'm like, just so enthralled hearing. I love hearing other languages, but at one point they were talking about how this customer's phone wasn't working and she was trying to return it. And she was trying to say, well, she was saying that the Wi-Fi wasn't working and the Spanish word for Wi-Fi is Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, like, that is so cute. She's like, That's so nice. The Wi-Fi. It's not working. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you connected to the Wi-Fi? Oh, like, oh no. I like, I prefer Wi-Fi. That's nice. That's yeah. cute. Actually, that's what Kayla says when I come back from runs. She's a bit woofy. <laughs> bit woofy. <laughs> bit woofy. Bit woofy. She's telling me I stink, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's important to have someone in your life that will say that, though, which is yeah. good. <laughs> Oh, so special. I think it's time for Queer and A, friends. Yes. We have uh, Molly from Mentone writing to us today. Hey, go, Molly. Molly says, I was at the post office this week when a girl behind me in the line said she liked my dress. I said I liked her hair and she asked me if I lived in the area. I told my friends about it and they reckoned she was flirting with me. I'm not gay, but maybe I'm sending mixed signals. Is there a gay code for flirting? Oh. What do you think, Charlie? 
<laughs> it's hard because, I mean, I feel like I will often say to people, guys and girls, oh, I like your shirt. And, like, I love complimenting people's fashion or that sort of stuff. So mm. if someone looks cool, I'll tell them that. And it really isn't floating for me. But mm. I don't know, maybe it's different for certain people. What That's, do you guys reckon? Trainers in the post office? Yeah, I'd say it anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Did you go to a post office recently? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's, like, especially, like, as a lesbian or as a queer person, and not to be all Hugh Sheridan, I don't fucking know where I am, but... <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, as Hedwig. As Hedwig. Um, I like doing the little, like, maths in my head, like that that meme of that woman with all the equations around yes. sometimes. Mm. And you kind of do, like, a series of questions that, like, are elimination, where you're, like... And usually it's hair-based. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, so, wait, when they say... Do you, when she said, I like your hair, is that the elimination or is it if they have a certain haircut, you know that they're not queer? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, oh, I think that when I say that, I mean, like, if someone asks, tells me they like my hair, mm-hmm. I usually think they are gay. And I <laughs> wish I could explain it further. But I also, there was this TikTok trend where people were talking about how, like, people would be like, hey, I like your hair. And they'll be like, I like your shorts or I like your vans. And it's like a way of people be like, are you gay? Yeah, gay. <laughs> you compliment something that's, like, a little gay. Suggest maybe, that. Yeah, maybe, like, for lesbians, you'd be like, I really like your... Ring of keys. Your ring of keys. <laughs> I really like how short your fingernails are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely oh oh it's funny um i think i mean just think kind of like you would with a person of the opposite sex i think if you were in a line and a guy turned around to you and said i really like your dress you'd probably think he was flirting yeah but that's just because men tend to not yeah, say anything yeah yeah I, I kind of agree yes but also it's like i don't know i feel like a, not a lot of people kind of go out of their way and when once you're at mm. that like third or fourth exchange where it's not just like nice dress because i guess i have said that to someone without flirting mm. like i do give compliments but when they then go oh i like this about you and then you go well i really like this thing about you too and then they go well here let me name another five things to that yeah, yeah, so yeah. great about it's you list. at that point you're not just exchanging compliments you're you're flirting yeah you're exchanging fluids <laughs> the other girl asked like are you from the area so it's, yes. she's definitely trying to sort of like keep tabs on her so she's like do you come here often <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> to the post office <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then she just happens to miss all her parcels getting delivered to her house so she can go back to the post office to run into this girl again. Unless this girl works at the post office and she needed to know the address for delivery. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I love this (laughs) rom-com. I'm into it. I was just thinking just on this subject of like trying to like figure out if someone's flirting with you because I think especially in the queer community, flirting with someone is usually just trying to figure out if they're gay, especially a stranger. So it Mm. may not necessarily 
appears flirting because it's more convoluted than that because you don't want to also like flirt with someone who's not interested in you at all i mean that's across anywhere but Mm -hmm. i saw again this tiktok that was like gaydom is interesting because and i think we've talked about this before about whether you can tell if someone's gay and somebody said rather than saying you can tell if someone's queer or gay there's this sense of knowing that someone's not hetero Mm -hmm. the absence of that overwhelming straightness yes because that's the thing that we've been presented as normal for so long that when someone is a little queer of that someone from fags might attend yes exactly <laughs> when you drive past a fags might attend it's not necessarily your gator you just drive past it and you're like that's not hetero yeah. <laughs> i think like another thing to like keep in mind if you do want to find out is letting them know if you're queer or gay or bi or whatever yeah. And you don't have to be like, um, by the way, I'm a homosexual. Yeah. <laughs> Just like dropping little things like my ex-girlfriend or my ex-boyfriend or like talking about that sort of thing yeah i mean if it's just a short exchange you might not have time but if you're talking for a bit just dropping hints to show that you are not straight if this person writing in molly was straight if she's like oh my boyfriend usually picks up the post for me but this week he was sick and Mm. then the compliments stop that person was definitely hitting on you but if they keep coming they're probably just being friendly maybe we got to bring back that like hanky code from the 80s about like (laughs) yeah (laughs) remember i remember growing up there was that like constant thing of like if you get the boys don't get the wrong ear pierced like yes if you get i can't even remember if it was left or right probably left because left seems gay (laughs) yeah left seems gay for sure but i think it was like different based on what region you were in so if you traveled (laughs) it's like you suddenly became gay if you went into this state and then you'd come back and you're straight again and yeah yeah. i wanted to make sure when i got my ears pierced that i um covered all bases so i got both ears pierced so i was like (laughs) okay i'm getting at least one of the gay ears (laughs) (laughs) i love that that's very good (laughs) all right well i hope we helped you molly and congratulations to if you were getting hit on congratulations to that person for hitting on you at a post office that's huge Yeah, that's gutsy. I could never imagine being that brave. I can't imagine unsexier plays. Yeah, I can't imagine (laughs) sending post. Oh my god, incredible! She's just returning a dildo, which me and my partner did the other day. (laughs) Which website are you buying from that has that return policy? Love, honey. We didn't test it out. Okay, we just like we thought we were buying a vibrating double-headed dildo, but it was not vibrating and we were like well we don't want this so we send it back oh, oh my god Jordan, you cannot talk. end the show with that <laughs> we're talking about this in the next episode yeah it's next week's like number sex one sex toy galore <laughs> yes yeah. actually we haven't got it yeah let's do that jordan's next. double-ended weekend <laughs> <laughs> i love it thank you so much for listening everyone have a good week guys bye yeah bye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at PopGazePod. And if you like this episode, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. And remember, be gay. (laughs) (laughs) If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.